0: The stories told in this radio series were drawn from a collaborative research study of alcohol-related problems in Uganda. The study focused on techniques Ugandans living in the suburbs of Kampala use to respond to cases of problem drinking. Given the relatively recent introduction of Western ideas of alcoholism and addiction in Uganda, most people sought help for their problems outside the formal medical system. They visited herbalists to buy herbal emetic therapies. They made offerings to the rubale spirits in the shrines of Basamize. They prayed for deliverance in the Pentecostal and charismatic churches. This radio series is a collection of their stories. The stories told here are true as remembered by the people who shared them with the research team. The research team hopes that in sharing these stories with you, that you may come to learn about the wide range of techniques people use to resolve situations of problem drinking. I came to realize that I wasn't living a normal life when I was 15 years old. My schooling was a problem because I could not see what was written on the chalkboards in my classroom. I I had also begun to drink heavily Often taking a small bottle to be filled at an informal distiller near our home. I often lied to the distillers that I had been sent by my father to convince them to give me some of the spirit. My uncles urged my father to attend to the Luvari spirits that they believed lay behind my drinking. But at the urging of my stepmom, my father backed off and refused to address the problem. I eventually left home and went to live with Jaja Kasumba, a distant relative in Kampala. While I was glad to find a home away from my stepmother, I was still drinking, fighting in bars, and getting fired from every job that I found. One day, while I was riding my bicycle, I got into an accident. As my wounds healed, I started questioning myself about the life and where my problems were coming from. I went to Jaja Kasumba to consult and began to counsel me about my drinking and its spiritual causes. With the help of Luvale spirits who possesses him during divinations, Jaja Kasumba used cow divination to consult with the ancestral spirits to discover the source of my problems. The spirits explained that I had two opposing Luvale within me, Chiwanuka and Bamweyana. He told me that Chiwanuka is a very good and powerful spirit who does not drink, but that Chiwanuka had sent another spirit, Bamwayana, to make me drink in ways that would ruin my life, to punish me for neglect. The spirits said that I must satisfy both Bamwayana by making an offering of alcohol and Chiwanuka by assembling a kit for him, including a long white kanzu, a piece of back cloth, a gourd, a stick and a bag with money through these dual efforts i could effectively be relieved of Bamoyana's negative influence and come back into a beneficial relationship with Chwanuka. after a long delay and many other signs and dreams i eventually relented and followed the instructions that the spirits had given me I bought the necessary things and began to look for further instructions in my dreams. Soon after assembling the kit, I stopped drinking and other things in my life began to change as well. Family members who had lost touch with resurfaced in miraculous ways. And I received an offer to work on a recreative job in Juba, South Sudan, managing two trucks delivering agricultural supplies. Before leaving for Juba, I left my Lubale kit with my friend, instructing him to keep it well and agreeing to send him a little money each week in exchange for his help. Things were fine for a while, but one morning, the friend that was keeping the kit took the long white kanzu out of the bag and put it on. He also took the stick and used it to strike a sheep in Jaja Kasumba's compound. This sheep died instantly. And last same night, I was sleeping with other Ugandans in a tent in Juba when I suddenly woke up craving for Tonto, banana beer. Wondering if something had happened to my kid, I called my wife in Kampala the next morning and told her to bathe with herbs and check my kit to see if my friend had not tampered with it. When she looked, she found that all the money that I had the bag was gone. Distraught and late for work, I got dressed and went where the trucks were offloading the shipment from Kampala. As soon as I arrived, one of the truck owners told me that he didn't need me anymore, that he had gotten someone else. Then another one called to give me the same news. I was suddenly and inexplicably jobless. I called Jaja Kasomba for help. When he heard the story, Jaja Kasumba went, and he questioned the friend who had been keeping the kit. Upon finding that the friend had indeed tampered with my kit, Jaja Kasumba chased the friend from the compound. Now, with no job, I decided to return to Uganda. Before boarding the bus home, I used all of my remaining money to buy tote packs of waraji, stuffing every pocket of my baggy trousers with uh, plastic sachets. When I reached Kampala, I was drunk and nearly unconscious. In the week that followed, I drank with abandon. Luckily, someone recognized me one night when I had passed out on the side of the road and carried me back to Kasumba's compound. Eventually, I was able to reassemble the kit and once I did that, I was able to stop drinking. This was in 2012. And since this time, I have not had any problem with alcohol. I make sure to keep the gourds that I have left for are filled with beer. I regularly light fires for Chuanuka. They have started to take the necessary training to become a senkulumandu myself. From time to time, I drink a little beer or little tonto, but only during rituals or other offerings. And it never causes me any problems now that I've again settled my problems with Chwanuka and Bamweyana. The study was carried out by Dr. China Shaz, George Mpanga, and Sarah Namirembe, and was funded by the University of Virginia, the National Science Foundation of the United States. And approved by the Uganda National Council for Science and Technology. In accordance with the requirements of the Uganda National Council for Science and Technology, they have changed the names of the people involved as well as places and other identifying details.